You're listening to Hire Through Retire, a health and wealth podcast with FOIA leaders, Bill Harmon and Heather LaValle, tackling all things from 401ks to HSAs and everything in between. We're talking to the best and brightest in the industry to bring you the latest in health, wealth, and investment trends in the workplace. Come along with us on our journey to help all Americans become well-planned, well-invested, and well-protected. Hi, I'm Heather LaValle, and welcome back to Hire Through Retire. We've launched this new podcast to bring you the latest news and insight around broader workplace trends. I'm here today with my friend, colleague, and co-host, Bill Harmon. Hey, thanks, Heather. We're really getting into a groove with this podcast now. We've gotten the opportunity to sit down with some really amazing leaders in our industry. That's right. And so uh, it's so great to be able to have a full conversation and really get into the nitty gritty with our guests on all these topics. You know, now that the pod has been live for a few weeks, we've actually received some wonderful feedback from our listeners. On Apple Podcast, user TLoso33 gave us five stars and said, really great insights from the Voya team. Not surprised to hear how much employees are looking to us for guidance and support throughout the pandemic. Looking forward to more episodes. Hey, thanks, TLoso, for the shout out. Well, that's, that's uh, so wonderful to hear. You know, I, I really just want to, uh, to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you to all of you who are listening out there. It's truly a privilege to join you in your homes, in your cars, at your desks, wherever you choose to tune in. We've only just begun, and we hope we can enrich your day with our guests in these discussions. I wholeheartedly agree, Heather. Well, we have a really special guest today for our listeners, Jill Houghton, president and CEO of Disability Inn. She and her team at Disability Inn have empowered over 200 leading brands to advance disability inclusion and equality throughout nationally recognized programs, including the Disability Equality Index, in partnership with American Association of People with Disabilities, next-gen leaders initiatives, and Inclusion Works, which has resulted in over 62,000 people with disabilities being hired. Pretty amazing stuff, Jill. Welcome to the pod. Thank you so much, uh, Heather and Bill. It's, it's a privilege to be here and talk about an industry leader, your CEO, uh, Rod Martin, having his support and being a signatory of the letter for the CEO letter for disability inclusion, as well as our joint investor statement for corporate disability inclusion really means a lot. Inclusion starts at the top and uh, just really grateful to be on this journey together. Well, Jill, thank you. You know, thank you for those kind words. And, and uh, I remember meeting you several years ago at my first uh, Disability In conference and just was so blown away by the work that you and your organization are doing um, for, the, for the disabilities community. And, you know, would love to, you know, just get some of your thoughts because you have spent most of your professional career really advocating for people with disabilities in the workplace. You know, you just talked about CEO involvement, and I know you have drummed up tremendous uh, support from corporations all around the world. Can you tell us how this issue has evolved um, throughout your whole career? So, you know, disability is the one area of diversity that just touches every dimension, right? And we are that group that you can join at any time. We're 1 billion strong around the globe and 70% of us have disabilities you can't see. So it's people like me who, you know, I look like an everyday female and yet I identify with having a learning disability. In terms of my career, uh, I started uh, so long ago on the Hill for uh, Senator Robert Dole during the Americans with Disabilities Act passage when he was a senator and I was a lowly peon a little intern in his office. And I think that the ADA gave 
civil rights, gave uh, an opportunity for people with disabilities to have protection against discrimination, right? It gave us things like, if we just think about some everyday examples, things like captions or curb cuts, which are things that people who are deaf or hard of hearing or people with physical disabilities like my husband benefit from every day. But at the same time, these accessibility features also help us if we're in a busy airport and there's uh, noise and we can read the captioning or they help us if we're pushing our stroller or, or pulling our suitcase and we get that curb cut. I think the, the one thing that the ADA can't do is legislate attitudes. And so we still have a lot of work to do around stigma and really tearing down, tearing down those walls. And so, you know, at Disability In, we want people to view disability as a strength. You know, if we could take that and let's talk about the workplace. You know, we, we mentioned CEOs and our chairman and CEO, Rod Martin, uh, led a charge for CEOs to really lean in on this initiatives. But maybe from your perspective, why is disability inclusion in the workplace so important? And how is it if a company has a diverse workforce that really welcomes employees with disabilities, how could that be a competitive advantage for that employer? I think that the thing that we need to remember is that people with disabilities have the ability to problem solve and to help a company drive innovation. So at Disability In, we actually teamed with the American Association of People with Disabilities and Accenture and developed a business case that was based on data that was mined from the Disability Equality Index. And what we learned in this business case, which is called getting to equal the disability inclusion advantage is we learned that it actually pays to be inclusive. That for companies that are prioritizing disability inclusion, research actually found that they had 28% higher revenue, two times the net income, and 30% higher economic profit margins. So so really the bottom line is, is that it pays to be disability inclusive. And that's really what we found at Disability In. We found that for companies across industry that are being intentional, intentional in their efforts to attract, to hire, to retain, to advance and grow talent with disabilities, that they see the economic advantage. So Jill, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build a little bit of, on that and, um, and, and also just talk about an article that I read last week that uh, one of your board members, um, Jenny uh, Leigh-Fleury, Chief, Chief Accessibility Officer at Microsoft, um, article was really talking about how by designing solutions, in really just incorporating in everything you do, the special needs community and understanding different level of, of, of accommodations, it actually makes for better product and better customer service and, and better sort of acceptance within the workplace. So can, can you, thinking about that, and obviously you've had lots of conversations with Jenny and your board members and other organizations, but how can we as a collective help employers shift their own perspectives and really understand, as you said, this is not about a disability, but understanding a, a unique ability. So how do we shift the perspectives and, and then, you know, leverage that into something that can be very powerful within an organization? So, you know, I, I think that if we look at, if we look at the Microsoft example, 
what they've done is they have engaged their people, right? The greatest resource that business has are their people. And they have leveraged the power of their disability employee resource group. And they've leveraged the power of their partnerships with their customers and with disability organizations to really drive innovation. So as we've worked uh, in this COVID world and worked remotely and we're all on these different platforms, when we see captions built in or the ability to pin a sign language interpreter or the ability perhaps to use a screen reader and make the technology work, those innovations are being driven by companies like Microsoft who are engaging with people with disabilities to drive innovations that then we all can turn around and benefit from. I think you know one of the things that, that is important to call out is like, if you look at Microsoft, the fact that they're putting their information out in the public domain, right? They're sharing toolkits. They just put out their five-year plan around accessibility. Last October, they, they shared their workforce representation data. They made it public. They're holding themselves accountable at the highest levels. Uh, accessibility sits in legal at Microsoft and really has a direct line of sight to the senior leadership where Jenny can go in and hold people accountable, right? Because in business, what gets measured matters. It's very, very powerful. And I'm going to then take that one step further. So again, great example of an organization where it's fully embedded. And, and again, your, your organization also does an awful lot with hiring and recruiting and mentorships. And so I want to kind of go back to the hiring because we know that, you know, I kind of look at it, our, our view is the best way to a secure financial future is actually through employment, right? You want to be able to earn that paycheck. So can you talk about for, for those organizations who have made strides with inclusive hiring and recruiting, what's the next step? How can they make sure that they're not only hiring people with disabilities, but really creating an environment where they can thrive and contribute to the overall success of the business and company they're, they're working in? So, you know, um, Peter Drucker, the management guru, said there's a, a quote that talks about um, culture eats strategy for breakfast, right? And so, you know, I think that the bottom line is, is that we want to create environments where people can be their authentic selves and do their best work, right? And so it really starts at the top with leadership and culture plays such an important role. You know, I would say, you know, embedded in your culture, having that focus on accessibility is key. In fact, it's the 10th anniversary of what we call GAD, which is really helping companies understand that they can make their places, their workplaces more accessible. And that's going to help not only attract talent, but keep, retain, and grow your talent. Well, let's say that we have an audience member who's out there and he's hearing all of this and saying, you know, hey, I am in. This is fantastic. I'm saying this myself. But let's say that this, some of our listeners aren't in a role or a position where they do hiring or they determine company policies on these issues. What could they do as individuals to foster a more inclusive environment or maybe to be an ally in the workplace? So I think first and foremost, one of the best places going back to employee resource groups, 
go find out, do you have a disability employee resource group? Because if you do, whether you are a person who openly identifies as being disabled or you're an ally, that's a great place to get involved. If you don't have a disability ERG, there's an opportunity to raise your hand, right? Employee resource groups begin because employees identify that there's a need. So there's definitely an opportunity to raise your hand and start one if there isn't one. The next thing I do is I'd say go to disabilityin.org and check out our Are You In campaign where you can go and you can see like, hey, is my, does my company show up here? Has my CEO signed the CEO letter for disability inclusion? What investors have signed the joint investor statement? Or, you know, hey, here's an opportunity for me as an individual to uh, publicly say, I'm in, I'm in for disability inclusion. Wow, that is powerful. Thank you. You know, here we are um, over a year in this pandemic, and it's really changed the way that American workers perform their jobs. So can you talk a little bit about how the shift to working remotely has affected employees with disabilities and maybe what kind of changes are you seeing and what aspects of that do you hope will stick around beyond quarantine? Some of the changes that we've seen that are really important are we've seen companies leading with humanity, right? It used to be maybe we're on a phone call or a remote meeting and you heard a dog bark in the background and you were annoyed. Now we know each other's dogs. We know each other's kids. We we know all this stuff about each other. And I think that that makes for a better workplace, right? It's an opportunity. It's been an opportunity for us to check in with each other and see how how are you doing and to recognize that it's okay to not be okay. And I think that these are important things that we've really had an opportunity to lean into and and it's really important that they stick. These aren't new issues, but they're issues that we haven't talked about. We haven't talked about mental health. And so we're really making some um, some significant progress. I think that it's also created an opportunity for companies to look at our mental health benefits to see how we can do better. So there's definitely uh, been a lot of progress The last thing that I would shine a light on is that for individuals with disabilities where maybe transportation was a barrier, you know, we're hopeful that the pandemic has created an opportunity to tear down some of those barriers so that people with disabilities can work and can actually turn around and invest and grow their their resources for retirement through companies like Voya, right? You know, it strikes me personally, Jill, you know, my son, William, um, has special needs and he's finishing high school and it's passionate visionaries like you, uh, like Heather with Voya Cares, that really give a father um, and all of the fathers and caregivers that are out listening right now, this real sense of happiness and hope that the world continues to evolve in such a positive way. So thank you so much. I also want to just tell you, it's been a pleasure um, talking to you and Thank you for sharing all of your expertise with us. And this is definitely an issue that the business community should be rallying around. We look forward to working with you again in the future and watching the great work that you and your team at Disability Inn will continue to do. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I, I'll just share this uh, as we part ways. One of the things that Boya did that I like to talk about when I go out and meet with other companies is in the beginning, you reached out to us out of nowhere. 
and invited us to bring some students to shadow your CEO and to meet senior leaders at your company. And you didn't create something special. You leveraged an existing thing that you do around National Day of Service. And the impact of bringing those eight students to come and shadow your CEO to meet with senior leaders, not only changed their lives, but it actually had an impact on Voya because, right? Because then Rod was like impassioned by these students. And since that day, the work that you've been doing, it's just been such a, like an honor and a privilege to be on this journey. I know that you're never really there, right? Like it's, it's a journey, but thank you, Boya, for being on this journey and for sharing your personal stories. It really has a significant impact. Jill, thank you. You know, I'm going to say that as we bring this episode to a close, I think the word of the day will be humanity. And uh, I love that reminder that, um, you know, that, that is what people are showing up with every day, humanity and authenticity. And uh, so concludes another episode of Hire Through Retire and, and absolutely a powerful one. So to our audiences out there, as always, we want to thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing your day with us. It is truly an honor. If you are enjoying the show, share the love, tell a friend. You can find all of our previous episodes and show notes at voya.com backslash podcast. Thanks, Heather. And of course, you can also let us know that you're enjoying the podcast by giving us a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. And like today, we might even read your review on air. So thank you all again for coming along on our journey today. Stay well. This information is provided by Voya for your education only. Neither Voya nor its representatives offer tax or legal advice. Any opinions expressed within do not necessarily reflect those of the Voya family of companies or its representatives and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Please consult your tax or legal advisor before making a tax-related investment or insurance decision. Products and services offered through the Voya family of companies.